Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Dice Camera Action. We've got not one, but two guest stars today. Brooks is returning, playing Sister Narai. And Hit me. Vivka is, well, we all know what she's going to be playing, but when is she going to show up? In mm-hmm. what form? TBD. When last we left the Waffle Crew, they attended an auction, attended by such luminaries as Victoro and Amalia Castellanter, uh, several members of the Zentarum, and of course, the swashbuckling drow Lothario, Jarlaxle Bainray. Many of them in disguise, well, not many of them, Jarlaxle in disguise, the others not so much. When the Waffle Crew showed up, they were in disguise, uh, one of the few to attend the auction that bothered to hide their true identities. And uh, the auction got underway, the Stone of Galore was presented, and before the auction could conclude, however, uh, Strix played with the lights, <laughs> freaked a bunch of people out, uh, caused Jarlaxle to cast the darkness spell upon the room, which is there no longer, and then people started stabbing each other and throwing each other around. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine! In the chaos, the auctioneer pawned the Stone of Golor off to Sister Narai, who... Um, Made it out the door. Made it out the door, only to be tackled by Diaf, uh, who ended up with the stone in the end after uh, they were wrestling around with it. And uh, before Diaf could do anything with the stone, Jarlaxel came upon him, threatening to impale him unless he gave him the artifact. And that's where we left off, with Jarlaxel next to Diaf, insisting that he surrender the stone. And Diaz telling him no. And uh, I'm trying, I've been trying to remember exactly what Evelyn saw. She has not seen this, right? She was busy fighting a demon. Yeah. As we get to each of your characters, I'll describe sort of what you can see within your field of vision. But basically, this whole scene is being played out in two rooms joined by a set of double doors that is open at the moment. So um, depending on your point of view, you may be in one room, but can sort of see what's happening in the other. Uh, One of the rooms is the auction room. Strix and Evelyn are in that room. The other room is the the gathering hall, the feast hall. And Diath and Paulton and Sister Narai are in that room. But the first to go is Jarlaxle. 
Um, and if you cool. recall, Jarlaxle came to the party with two lovely women, um, one of whom is in the auction room and is uh, currently unconscious after getting rained upon by fireballs and flame strikes. The other one is out in the gathering room, uh, having fled the chamber with a number of other individuals, and she's got this feather boa around her neck. Uh, Paulton, she runs over to you. Because uh, uh, you seem sort of calm, cool, and collected. You're sitting on one of the tables with a wine glass in your hand while people mm. who are screaming are running past you to get out. But she runs over to you and grasps onto you and shakes you and says, Do something! Meanwhile, Jarlaxle stands over you, Diath and casts a glance through the double doors at Evelyn. Sees Evelyn make eye contact with him and with you, DF, because, of course, Evelyn is battle-ready and she's looking to see where the trouble is, locking onto all the friends that she can see. The only one she can't see right now is Paulton. But Evelyn, when you lock eyes onto Jarlaxle and you see Jarlaxle looming threatening above DF, he steps back and sheaths his sword. Heck yeah, he does. Holy shit. And Down boy. That's all that happens on his turn. This is making me stress sweat. <laughs> um, yep. Dia- and actually, no, he'll, he'll actually help you to your feet, DF, if you so wish. Okay. Do you, do you, okay. As he helps you up, he'll kind of brush you off. Evelyn smiles warmly at the person that she sees helping her friend, who seems to be totally on her team. Right. And uh, that's when Amalia Castellanter comes out of a restroom. This is in the same room that Diath, Sister Narai, Paulton, and Jarlaxel are in, along with a number of people fleeing the auction. You can see that she has blood on her face. Um, specifically, it looks like she's painted some sort of blasphemous symbol on her forehead in blood. And she comes out uttering phrases in Infernal and casts a spell. Oh, no! (laughs) I'm in the other room. Yeah. I'm in the other room. Uh, Okay. What are we, timestamp three minutes or something? Exactly. Three minutes! And Diath, you are the target of the spell. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You feel like you're being beguiled. Wisdom. Is this this, uh, happening in the room I'm in? It sure is. And it's safe to assume that this nonsense is some kind of spell. Yes, you recognize it. It's a suggestion spell. Oh, cool. I'm like, no, counter (laughs) spell. No. Okay. Now, I I believe she's uh, just ruined her makeup now. She has ruined her makeup. And for nothing. It well thing that I've walked into. <laughs> all right. Um, yes. So this is a third level spell, so you counterspell it automatically, and it goes fizzle, fizzle, pop, and she screams in rage. Thank, thank you, Paulton, because I did a wisdom, wisdom saving throw just to see, and yeah, it was a natural one. Oh, nice. Wow. So you know, yeah, she comes out speaking in tongues. He's like, no. <laughs> and 
then she starts screaming. He's just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Paulton, your turn. Uh, so who was it that came out with all this crazy gibberish nonsense that tried to... That would be Lady Jack-O-Lantern. The, uh, one of the original <laughs> like, worships as a dance. Yeah. The one, yeah, one of the, uh, the, the mother of the, uh, of the, the family who, uh, uh, you recall, you were at her house and she showed you her son who was turned into a devil and her other two gorgeous children who she fears will suffer the same fate. The one where Simon tried to join a cult in her yeah. basement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was her basement. I gathered that. So then, um, so th- this is the the lady we said we'd save the son from becoming a devil, and then she comes out doing this devil talk to to do to, to ensorcel your friend Diaz. Yes. Huh. With blood on okay. her face. All right. Cool. That's no. By far the most hostile person in the room right now, by your estimation. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go ahead and I, I'm not in like kill mode because I'm just kind of assessing what's going on. There's a lot of like alliance questions here. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to banish her. Oh, okay. As I see stuff, I'm just like, no, leave. <laughs> All right. And uh, what is the DC of that? <laughs> um, with, with my hand pointed out, that would be a... Uh, Charisma 20. That's right. You've got your creepy crawly undead hand that gives you mm-hmm. extra extra jolt of spell. I love this. Just no. 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 Yeah. no. no. I, no, I, I love that, that a lot of Paulton's ability is just mm, that's a later problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just, I don't His like power that. is procrastination. <laughs> I mean, you're just about to stiff arm a necromancer, so I wouldn't sell him short, you know. <laughs> there is a rift in the floor. She falls through and disappears. <laughs> cool. Literally, she comes out. You just she's like, no, stop, no, don't do that either. You know what? Just like leave altogether. Just, just be somewhere else. Table is waiting. I feel like right. Paulton does that to like unruly fans too. All right, as you do, uh, the woman clinging onto you with the feather boa sort of jostles you a little bit as she screams in surprise when Amalia falls through the floor. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, Paulton. Excuse me. Uh, okay, so. Uh, that's a nine. You spill your drink. <laughs> she, like, jostles me. Yeah. I spill my drink. I look, I'm just like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, unbanish her and banish you. Both All right. things you were doing. Are you staying where you are? Sure. Okay. Sister Narai. You're kind yeah. of you're you're lying on the floor uh, near Diaz's feet um, after he tackled you. Okay, so um, my it would be a bonus action. Would it be half my move, isn't it, to get up? Yes, it a bonus action. half your move. Okay. So, um, so as I stand up, I'm going to real quick use an axion to uh, to figure out where the rest of my crew is at because it'd be really cool. If they didn't send four people in, and then I just did. I mean, I know Absolutely. that his lactose, whatever it is, is yeah. acting in. So you're standing in the doorway, more or less. You can see pretty clearly into both rooms. Uh, Istrid Horn, the dwarf, is still in the auction room near Evelyn and Strix. Uh, Davil Starsong, her sun elf bard companion, 
Looks like he was wounded by the flame strike spell and is being guarded by Yagra Stonefist in that same room. So all of your associates are in the auction room, leaving you basically in the gathering hall alone with Dieth Jarlaxle. Great. Okay. All right. Now, so, when I say that you're away from them, really, I'm talking about 20 feet away from them. Sure. I mean, yeah. Um, okay. So, all right. So, and is that, that's like a, that's a, that's a full action, I imagine, or is that just like a glance into the room and see what's going on? You're just, that costs you nothing to glance in the room and take stock of where your super, people are. Super. Okay. So, I believe, let me take a look here, because I think that I have, I do... All right. So, seeing as everybody is blasting through these room, this room right now, um, I am going to use two key and use pass without trace to blend into the crowd and move toward the door. The door being the the, the out the the, the far the Got it. I'm leaving this auction house. Got it. Door. All the right. door that everybody's fleeing. Make toward. a stealth check. All righty, I will do that. And my stealth is good. Hey, all right, so that's going to be a, a 17, all things considered. Plus, plus the whatever. Pass Without Trace gives you plus 10, I believe. Oh, okay, 27 stealth. All right, um, then I would like DF and Paulton to make perception checks. 27 is actually pretty good. I may not be able to see this. After all, at least a pretty 16 good. or a higher. Yeah. Mm, nope, I got a 5. Yeah. So, uh, dirty 20. So expertise at okay. 21. All right, uh, so yeah, uh, and I'll roll for Jarlaxle since he's probably the only one who has a stand, even a chance of seeing you. Jarlaxle, perception. Wow, he's good. Um, but not good enough. Oh, yeah. Yep, so you Ain't slip by. nothing on me, Danny Ocean. Yep, you get over to the other door near the exit. Uh, some people bl- blissfully running past you, unaware of your presence. Uh, you can see that as you look into the third room, the entry room, with yes. a circle on the floor, there is a door against the far curved wall that people have arrived at and have thrown open. Unfortunately... Uh, you see, as they crowd around it, somebody fall through the door and literally fall out. Like, the door must be up in the air. All you can see is sort of night sky. Did I come in through the air, Chris? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. So, 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 okay. I need to take a second here. So did you mention that there was a big circle on the floor? I did, yeah. yes. And that, okay. that is how you arrived, by teleportation circle. Uh, oh, right, so teleportation circle. Okay, because I was thinking that other things can get some. But, but most of these guests can't teleport away on their own, so they ran to the outside door, and one of them just got pushed out accidentally. Is there a Wilhelm scream? I'm really yes. praying for a Wilhelm yes. scream. By, <laughs> I mean, by God, yes, there's a oh, Wilhelm scream. I would imagine, is it just the one dude who fell, or is it just this cavalcade? You can't. You can't tell. It's, you right. just heard it, and a bunch of other people are in the doorway blocking your view. Great, super. So um, this is more important. That was uh, a really good Wilhelm scream, by the way. That's like I have an app for that, actually. Um, so I, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to 
to turn around and realize that this is this is way way more dangerous than I initially anticipated. So what I'm going to do is mm-hmm. change where the attention in the room is and find the most important and most panicked person I can I can see or like anybody who's like not trying to immediately get out and still paying attention to the stone. The, and I'm going to say, okay. I think someone stole the stone. And I think they're right over there, uh, says Narai, gesturing toward the <laughs> jar, you know the guy who looks like Prince and the two adventure looking types. Okay. You should say something. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're looking for the most sort of panicked but attentive person in the room, that would be the woman uh, next to Paulton who knocked his drink astray. If you want to go for somebody else, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm not going to immediately go for the protagonists or sure. people in their okay. immediate code, so I'll just see if I can, if I can just say, then, you know. Yeah, then somebody, some, some, random, some rando basically shouts... Uh, at DF, pointing um, that he's got the Stone of Golor. Great. I'll call that my turn. Great. Evelyn, you are in the auction room staring down a a barbed devil uh, that has taken a considerable amount of damage at this point. Uh, The same barbed devil that was cowed by Strix's... um, Whatever the fuck that was. Shuddering, shuddering voice. And I just saw my dear friend, Jarlaxle, making sure that my friends in the other room are okay. Yes. So I feel very reassured yes. that my attention is best spent here and that my friends are right. in good hands. The devil is by far and away the greatest threat to you immediately, but you are not comforted by the fact that you are also in the room with um, two members, sorry, three members of the Zentarim, uh, Lord Castellanter, his tiefling manservant. Okay. Um, and I'm in the, you said I'm in the room with all of those and I can see them all? Yes. How are they arranged? Scattershot throughout the room. Uh, the devil is closest to you. The tiefling manservant is second closest to you, but kind of behind you over your shoulder. Uh, he's standing next to Lord Victoro Castellanter, and then the members of the Zentarum are up in the seats. So... If, per se, Evelyn remembered that she had a new spell that makes a bright, shiny line of pain, could she cast that bright, shiny line of pain in any way that would hit multiple of them? If you ignored the devil and turned around and fired it at the tiefling, Lord Castellanter, and uh, Davil, the sun elf, Zent, and his bodyguard, you'd hit all four of them. Okay, but, Chris, since I have movement... Mm-hmm. How about if she did a cool little, like, wing boot flip over to behind the devil and then shot in that line? Then she could add the devil to make it five. Well, since that was a hypothetical, let's actually do that. Okay, you will provoke from the devil an attack of opportunity. Bring it! Okay. Ugly! <laughs> <laughs> he swipes at you with a claw, but he rolls an eight, so that, that's a no-go. Go ahead. Caitlin, like, daintily whooshes out of the way and goes, hee hee. <laughs> All right, and you fire off your sunbeam. <laughs> oh, that comes from Lightfall, so I imagine that Evelyn holds it like a, I don't know, like a rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As the sunbeam blazes from the tip of Lightfall, uh, 
stretching out in a 60-foot line that's five feet wide. It engulfs these five people who have to make a constitution saving throws. Let's start with the devil. Fails. They fail, they take so much. That's right. Devil fails. Tiefling manservant succeeds. Castellanter fails. Uh, Davil succeeds. And his bodyguard fails. So bring it. Everybody who is not... Oh, by the way, uh, Strix, that light probably just narrowly misses you. Ah! I, like, back up. Like, It's okay. I know what I'm doing. But it's so bright, you kind of throw your arms up over your face as it blasts. Oh, yeah. It's like I hiss, like, what we do in the shadows. Yes. (laughs) That's that's an important note. Does Evelyn's beams like that? Can they, like, hit party members? Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. I'm sure it's fine. 33 radiant damage. She knows what she's doing. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, So, 33 radiant damage. The devil is just absolutely scorched, but still alive, clinging to life and screaming. The uh, tiefling manservant, who takes half of that, is still pretty injured by it. Um, Half of that's 16 points. Victoro Castellanter, not happy about taking it all. Uh, You see some of his flesh burn off, and actually some of his ashes uh, fly across the room into Strix's eyes. And then... The the sun elf bard is compl- is uh, just pr- being protected by his half orc bodyguard. He only takes half of that, but he was already pretty hurt. Now he's more so. His half orc bodyguard takes it all, and she is not a happy camper. She looks at you, Evelyn, like you are on her death list. He takes a moment, and goes, <clears throat> "The lad of Lathander compels you." Oh, dude. All right. The she's t- feeling herself with this new weapon. It's borderline unattractive uh, how much she's feeling herself on this weapon. I mean, it's <laughs> The tiefling manservant uh, tugs on Victoro Castellanter, urging him, his lord, to get the hell out of the room. Um, back, to the, back toward the teleportation circle. Lord Castellanter, having just been baked by this beam of sunlight. Oh, boy. Wow. They were all fighting her, right? Like, I I didn't just melt someone who was potentially an ally, right? I kind of didn't think about that until just (laughs) they were all... Well, you're pretty sure that the devil is Victoro's doing. Gotcha. I was just walking by. I'm never going to walk. I feel bad for Victoro. Yeah. Looks like the face from Batman. Exactly. (laughs) And uh, Davil, the sun elf Zent. Oh, boy. He can't... His beautiful face... You wrecked his beautiful face. Like the only beauty comes from the lad of Lathander. Well, apparently not. Um, <laughs> uh, Yikes. He is Come going on. to cast a spell on you, Evelyn. This spell is going to be a saving throw, and it's going to be a... Oh, wait. <gasps> there is no saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> but... Are you sure? <laughs> I am. 
So he targets you, and you are forced to begin a comic dance in place, shuffling, tapping your feet, and capering for the duration of the spell. Maybe Evelyn's just really excited about her new So Evelyn, Evelyn's just What? At first she's shocked, and then she looks down at her feet, and she's like, look what I can do! Oh, my God. Now, as an action, which will happen on your next turn, you can, if you wish... Try to stop dancing with a wisdom saving throw, but until then, you are dancing like a maniac, and other creatures have... Oh, uh, so while you're dancing, you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack rolls, so you can still attack while dancing. That's good to know. Cool. Um, and other creatures have... As far as Evelyn's concerned. Other creatures have advantage to hit you, which is important, because right now, Davil's bodyguard, the half-orc Yagra, is going to charge you and attack. Um, I have a question, though. This... I have protection or resistance from damage from spells, but that doesn't affect this, right? Because this is just a condition. Yeah, yeah, it's not even. It's not technically even a condition. It's just a spell with no damage associated with it. So okay. Uh, Yagra comes over, takes two swings at you, sort of pushes, nudges the burnt devil aside, comes in and tries to whack on you, um, missing with one swing, but the other one she rolls a twenty-one. Oh, how does that affect your AC? That will hit. Okay. Um, since she's using both hands with this battle axe, she does a d10 and is going to do 12 points of damage to you. Ouchies. <clears throat> that's slashing damage. All right. Uh, that's their turn. Okay. One of the disguised guests comes oh. over... Sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, isn't there a blinding uh, effect of sunbeam? If oh. people feel? That's a good question. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, people are mentioning that. Because that will change things. Failed save. They're blinded till my next turn. Yes. So actually, uh, Yagra has disadvantage on both of her attack rolls. So let me roll again. You may end up taking no damage on the second one. But, but she's still river dancing, right? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That, okay. I just, yes. Davil made is... his save, so he's not blinded. But, and uh, I'm canonizing that it is river dance. Thank you. That's perfect. Great. So, oh, no, man. She's going to Han Solo you. You, take, you took no damage from her blinding swings. Ha-ha! All right. Let me see. What's this fella going to do? Ooh, bye. Um... One of the guests who was disguised grabs the woman who was grabbing Paulton and pulls out a short sword to hold her hostage and calls out to Jarlaxle to stand down or she gets it. And Paulton and Diath, I will let you make perception checks to see if you recognize the individual's voice under this costume. Okay. One? Not so much. Uh, 22. You recognize the voice Paulton as that belonging to Matrim Merig, a.k.a. Three Strings, the guy whose loot you stole and who told you recently that he is a Harper agent. My fucking everyone is here. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Istrid, the dwarf... Um, she was 
blinded. So she is going to fumble blindly toward... Actually, no. She is going to cast a spell and cure wounds on her, Davil, and Yagra. Also, real quick, like as, as soon as Paulden recognizes the voice, he's just like, Hey, dude, what's up? And uh, you can see his attention, Paulton, is completely on Jarlaxel. All right, you're doing something. Well, later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, uh, so all the Zents in the auction chamber get a little bit... Oh, no, she can't do that. She can only heal herself because she's blind. Never mind. She heals herself and basically gives the finger to her friends. Uh, then Istrid will blindly make her way toward the exit to the gathering hall and does so successfully. And uh, she calls out for Sister Narai. Um, I, I mean, I see her. Is it like, where are you? Or like, yeah. again, She's, here? you see oh. her blindly coming out into the gathering hall room, calling out your name. Uh, and immediate, like immediately, basically running into the whole Jarlaxle Dioth yep. kind of situation. Yep. Super. Okay. Well, when it's my turn, I'll give away my position. <laughs> you can do that as a free. You can do that out oh, of turn. Talk, talking is uh, great. Then, um, then uh, seeing her and seeing and hearing my name called, uh, I will. Or well, Narai will reach up and say, Istrid. All right. That does kind of betray your location. Eh. But, eh. I need backup at this point, dude. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Victoro's turn. He, too, is blind. Let's see. But he is going to heal himself. His wounds disappear. He is fine. Uh, he'll stay where he is. His tiefling manservant... Oh, actually, no. On Since his tiefling manservant goes next, after Victoro heals himself completely with his uh, healing magic, he lets his tiefling manservant lead him out of the room. So now, Evelyn, in the room with you is the devil, two members of the Zentarum, and Strix. Everybody else is now out in the gathering area. And let's see. Dieth, you've still got the stone, right? Yes, you do. I, as far as I can tell. Victoro's tiefling manservant stabs you. Okay. <laughs> or stab, tries to stab you. Uh, but he only rolls a 15. Oh, yeah. I'll dodge that. Okay. Strix, Damn. you're in the back of the auction room. Ashes from the radiant blast uh, covering your face and clothes. You see Evelyn... With the devil in front of her, the devil looks extremely hurt. You mm-hmm. also see Davil Starsong of the Zentarum and his blind but still threatening half-orc bodyguard. Okay. The, do the, I know the, the what elf is, The elf is the one closest to you. Do you know what Do happened? I know... Yeah, well, do I know what that was? That, like, whatever she did? I mean, that wasn't it, infernal. It, uh, you're talking about Evelyn? The last episode. No, and she, like, made that devil oh. hurt. It was, it was deep speech. It wasn't infernal. Oh, I see. Um, you, don't, you don't know what it was, but it didn't sound like infernal. 
Right. So that was concerning. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. So she's concerned about that. But she's right now she's back to her normal self. Okay, good. Oh, well, just another day. So <laughs> I guess I'm going to focus on that devil and the other ones by calling my chickens. All right. Spectral chickens <laughs> appear. And they can, uh, you can put them out to a range of what? Uh, they can, I think it's, hold on, let me see. Huh, get clock. 15 feet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to cast it at. Uh, oh, it's around, it's around yourself. So you, it's, it's. 15 uh, feet around Strix. Yeah. So you, if you want to put it around yourself, you can get, if you move like five feet out from the wall, you can get all of them. Okay. Right. That's what I'll do. I'll just okay. like shuffle and be like, chickens. All right. And, um, I'll cast it at, at fifth level, which gives okay. them five, five D eight radiant right. damage. And uh, so these spectral chickens flit around you, all around you in a ring, um, uh, clucking as they, <laughs> as they flap around. They're spectral in appearance. And let's see. Obviously, you don't want Evelyn to be affected by it. You no, can, no. De- you can designate her out of the area. I'm oh, sorry, 60. All right. And so an affected creature speed is halved in the area, and when it enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a saving throw. Okay, great. Yes. This spell. DM. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Great. It adds so much more. That's, it's, it's your niche. It's your, it's your IG. <laughs> it's, it's a it's brand. <laughs> exactly. Diath, yeah. you still yeah. somehow have the Stone of Golor. Incredible. Um... There's a lot going on. Um, Everybody's in this room. Yeah. Just run. To where, space? <laughs> yes! <laughs> space. Yeah. Now, DF, you would know that Strix, has, as part of the plan you had, a backup plan was the word of recall, so you know that she has that capability. Yeah, I know yeah. she has that, but more importantly... We need it all to be together for yes. her to do that. And yeah, that's, that's, that's why. Right now. And you see the chickens, which is usually the precursor to the word of recall plan. <laughs> um, chickens I, and then leave. Can I see chickens and leave. Evelyn from here? Um, yes, since you're in the doorway, you can. And I see her dancing like a mm-hmm. maniac. She's never danced before. Yeah, you're, it's a little bit disturbing. All right. Oh, man. Um... How familiar is DF with three strings? I don't think he's ever really, like, really talked to him. Uh, no, I, you made your check. You didn't recognize his voice, and he's in, he's in disguise, so you don't even know really it's him. Right. Um, and that person, you said they took someone hostage. Who was that again? Sorry. They, uh, one of Jarlaxle's escorts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you know, he did kill a kid, so he's not going to worry about some grown woman. What? <laughs> that's see that's that's the defining sort of language that you get from this game. <laughs> Do we need Jarlaxle to be yikesier than he is? It was, <laughs> Damn, Chris Perkins. Gosh. By, by the way, by the way, just so you know, you're not the only one. Jarlaxle doesn't seem to care that this woman I has just, been taken hostage. I just assumed the woman was like secretly a succubus or demon mm, or something right. that he conjured or hired. So it's, it's hard for me to have sympathy for this being. No, she's um, just paying her way through college. Yeah, but there is this demon in there. And 
uh, I want to assist Evelyn, but also maintain distant okay. distance. So I'm going to uh, take out Moon Splinter and just try and like holding the stone in one arm, just throw Moon Splinter at the demon. All right, go ahead and make your attack. Okay. Yeah, not, nothing too fancy here. Yeah, just to help a little bit. You actually, right. you actually have advantage because the demon is blinded. Oh, snap! All right, uh, great. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. No. Yeah, I rolled a three twice in a row. Not Oops. Your dagger flies past it and returns to your hand. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as it flies past, like I immediately like return it to my hand. Like I tried. It's hard to throw stuff while I'm carrying a big old stone. True. Um, so <laughs> with that, I will use, uh, uh, I use my cunning action to disengage and then just kind of reposition myself closer to Strix and her chickens. Great. Uh, yeah, so you can disengage, uh, actually, yeah, so you can easily get to Strix, no problem there. Yeah. Um, this, Some of them follow the you. The Stone like of Golor contacts you via telepathy, Diath. Cool. And suggests that if you want its help now and in the future, that you should devote your attention to attuning it. Attuning to it. Can the stone hear my own thoughts back to it? Yes. Okay. I, uh, then that stone will hear Dieth's mind say, does it seem like I have time for that right now? You hear you it, just you hear it grumble. <laughs> <laughs> in, in your mind. <laughs> stone's just like, no, he's not wrong. At the Waffle House. Oh, no, but... (laughs) Kids, uh, I'd like you all to roll a d20. That includes Martin as well. (laughs) Oh, no. Martin just got here. We're just playing, right, everyone? (laughs) Oh, damn, Martin. 11. Where are you from, Nat? I rolled a 1. No. Okay. Martum got 17. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. New kid. Uh, how did Nat do? Well, actually, Nat, you don't get to make a roll because you can't hear. Mm. So, you know, it's chat's space. losing its mind right now. Oh, dear. Sorry, chat. All what right. about waffles? I'm making the roll for waffles. And protect our baby. There's already no roof. Okay. Didn't we leave them with the babysitter? No. <laughs> All right. Um, so you kids have been mucking around in the house. You know the upper two floors are kind of a disaster area, so that doesn't discourage you necessarily from going up there. And you probably found Paulton's vampire slippers. Um, and or one of you is probably mucking around in those. Maybe Let's say Jenks. And uh, is there any... Jenks is- Wearing the slippers at this point or using them as hand puppets? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Simon is with you as well. And uh, you've probably done something very creative like, oh, I don't know, um, figured out how to mess with, like, the chandelier in the common hall. Okay. Um, And so you're all kind of hanging off it you wind it up, you twist it around on its chain, and then you all hang on while it spins and spins and spins around, and you see who can hold on the longest. Cool. Squidly just probably launches off 
the first, <laughs> just, <laughs> just to launch himself off. Ah, woo! <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so Jenks is doing that and just, you know, he's got Ferdinand holding right. his little owlbear. And Albert and the real owlbear, Waffles, is kind of down on the floor in the corner, kind of in an ambush pose, ready to jump on anybody who falls off. Oh, okay, to catch him. Yeah. What I'm getting is that the chicken foot coven is not doing a very good job at keeping an eye on them. That's right. They were supposed to be babysitting. Exactly. So, yes, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're downstairs probably, uh, you know, tending to stuff. It's late, so there would be no customers at this hour. Right. Okay. Um, All right. And uh, that, Martin, you hear yeah. the sound of something heavy hit the floor down below. Uh. March right away. She's like, it just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we broke something. Sick. Jenks, Jenks is like, Jenks, the Jenks, part of it's, it's never us. It's usually a bad guy. Let's go check. And Jenks, you're probably not even able to walk straight because you've been spinning around on the chandelier. So yeah. you just kind of, as you go to check, you just kind of walk into a door. Yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 the wand like shoots some sparks like the magic uh, as they go downstairs Diaz will either either Squidly or Nat whichever the one's nearby like immediately come up behind them and like do that thing where we're just like kind of hiding behind them like holding on to the back of their shirt just like mm-hmm. Nat is signing to Squidly are you guys just trolling me because I was winning at Chandelier <laughs> <laughs> And the best thing is, Nat figured out right away, if she doesn't stay on the outside of the chandelier, but in the middle and just changes her hand position, she doesn't actually turn. <laughs> okay. Nat's just been monkey barring. Like, but as you, as you sort of peer down the spiral staircase, you hear a crash in the kitchen. Oh. Jake's oh. like, Martin, why do you always make that noise? That's like, what noise? It's not our... Squidly, you're the only one with dark vision of the group. As, as you peer down, you can see Perlock, the Loxodon, lying unconscious on the floor. Oh, no! Perlock! Oh, no. He's big. Something, Jenks is like, something big's down there. The big, the big elephant man's knocked over. Can Nat immediately use her burgeoning rogue skills to look for clues? Mm-hmm. Perception, I guess? Yeah, she can sneak down there and poke around in the dark. She rolled a two. Okay. <laughs> it's dark. Thanks. <laughs> it's just like, all right, we have to go to the panic room that Strix told us about if anything like this happens. We need to go to the panic room. Everyone gather up. in the panic room. The whole house is in the panic room. And he just like gestures to Nat and like Squidly is like, time to go to the panic. The Strix, their room, Strix's panic room. Yep. Strix is, as I assumed, informed the kids that if there's a reason to panic, you go to her room. Yeah, but do they listen? Squidly replies says, just like, wow, we're taking a lot of action considering I didn't actually convey any information. (laughs) (laughs) Jake's just like, that's right, I forgot that none of us are going to go to the panic room. Nat is like, come children, we should go to the panic room and starts to act all adult and try to get the I'm going to go down there where it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Nat, something grabs hold of you. In the dark. That's cool. I stab it. Jarlaxle. (gasps) 
She stabs Darlaxle. Uh, susses out the scene. Um, hmm. He will say very... Qu- oh, yeah, has gone. Hmm. And with... Yes, he'll go... Oh, he'll dash over with DF. He'll disengage from the current scene and stand next to Diath and Strix. I am, of course, going with you. What is happening? We're, we're not his buddy, right? I whisper that. We are on the same side, Nispa. <laughs> what is happening? I can't. I'm too emotionally overwhelmed to deal with this right now. <laughs> You're going to do your, what do you say, uh, world of recall? Yes, I am. I'm coming with you. I just like look panickedly at Diaz, like. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me behind at your own peril. I don't like the word peril. Nope. Paulton. (laughs) You are up next. You are the only member of the Waffle Crew in the gathering hall. The woman beside you is being held at knife point, although that kind of slackens when Jarlaxle just takes off on her. Um, uh, Matrim does not seem to really want to hurt her. And that's kind of the only thing happening in here? Uh, well, let's see. Amalia's gone. You sent her, you banished her away. The rest, mm-hmm. of the, the rest of the auction attendees have fled the room and are pushing themselves out to their deaths, apparently. Um, cool. And so, yeah, you're basically now kind of there with Matrim and this woman uh, with your spilled, mostly empty wine flute. Seems to be a lot more chaos in the other room now. Mm-hmm. I look to a, what was his name again? Matrim. Matrim. I look to him, I see him like kind of loosely holding the, the lady's hostage and it's like, you, uh, you still sticking with that? Uh, when she realizes she's not being held very tightly, she turns around changes the foa, the, uh, the uh, feathered boa into an actual boa constrictor snake. Oh, and, that's cool. And throws it in Matram's face. And it, be- oh, it's like, oh, shit. and it begins to coil around him almost immediately and start to constrict him. Fashion and function. People are just throwing snakes at this point. <laughs> this, this, again, timestamp, like, what? Like, something. Yeah, four minutes. Like, yeah, four minutes. Like. <laughs> this shit's wild, man. Paulton? I, did not, I didn't think that's how today we go. What? Paulton, what would you like to do when you see the snake get hurled? And um, Vivka, if you would be so great as to make an initiative roll for your character. I, I don't want to be a part of any of this, but okay. <laughs> that's a fair assessment, yep. really. Yep. Oh, yeah, the snakes get thrown out, and then it's like, Vivka, why don't you come on in here? <laughs> Same, to be honest. So, Chris, refresh my memory. Yes. Uh, do I feel necessarily like like in in cahoots with this guy am i like oh no i need to help him because reasons depends on how you feel about the harpers um as an organization which i'm not sure paulton has any particular engagement with other than they did kind of try to help simon a little bit but you know he doesn't remember that we might not remember the details of that because he was drunk hmm I got a 16, by the way. Mm, great, thank you. Like, look to, he looks to the snake wrapped, wrapped around his head and just like, 
wait, hold on. I got, I got something for this. And he's, he's going to reach into his pocket and just like take out a coin. Uh huh. It looks someone just like, all right, call, call it. <laughs> uh, after some confusion, he says, Tails. Okay. As he's holding out the snake by the neck and keeping its fangs away from his face, his head, he's just shouting, Tails, Tails. That's all a snake is, dude. <laughs> it's like, and he flips it. He's just like, ah, all right, all right, uh, I'm in, I'm in. Let's 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 uh, let's do something about this. I'm gonna try to just like, I'll I'll try to like, yeet the snake off of him. Yeet. All right. Um, just go ahead and make a. Uh, you're basically trying to grapple it. So roll a strength athletics check. Oh boy, that is not good. I love how Paulton always just comes up with bits and everyone just goes with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dirty 20. Okay, that's actually good enough. You you grab the snake firmly, uh, tear it off him and kind of toss it onto the floor about five feet away and it just starts to writhe and slither about. Like Uh, holding it by its tail, just like spin around. (laughs) And just like... Sure. Momentum, just whoosh, (laughs) whoosh. Um, Yeah, you can do that. You spin okay, it cool. around, um, kind of knocking Matram in the side of the head as you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks, dude. Hey. And then uh, you whip it across the room, and it just sort of lands on one of the ne- on one of the other tables, knocking over the ice sculpture, sending it shattering on the floor. And then, as the snake writhes around, all these glasses and and wine glasses go tinkling and smashing on the floor. It's actually quite a melodious sound for a moment there. Oh. Until you realize there's a big constrictor snake flailing around. Mm. I, Nothing I, makes an auction better than a bunch of snakes. Would mm-hmm. you like to move at all? Um, Apart from that little spin you did to throw the snake across the room. Yeah, I'll just kind of make sure the distance between myself and the snake is greater than the distance. Yeah, because that, that snake's looking at you now. It's like... Mm. I'm just kind of like... <laughs> Are you moving closer to your friends or farther away? Because you really have that choice. Uh, I guess closer. Okay. So you can probably get even through the door into the auction room at this point, kind of backing into the other room. Okay. So just kind of back into the room, yep. turn around. All right, what's going on over here now? Uh, that puts you near Istrid, who is still blind at this point in time, so you don't have to provoke any oppies from her. Sister Narai, what do you do? You are in the gathering hall with a snake... A, uh, a woman who's thrown the snake, a, a man who is gratified that the snake isn't crushing him to death, and the blind Istrid. Okay. So, wait, so, uh, so, and, but Paulton, so blind Istrid got all the way over here? No, she's still in the door. Okay, blind Istrid's like over there. Um, so near, near me, near the other door where I just saw that dude Wilhelm out the door, yep. and it's definitely other people. Um, Paulton, and hostage and somebody else and the yeah. snake are all right there. Paulton's not um, there anymore. Paulton has gone to join his friends. So it's okay. So it's 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 lady, it's snake it's, and yep. other dude. Lady, snake, other dude and Istrid. And lady and other dude are between kind of between you and Istrid. The snake is off to the side. Okay, great. So I'm just going to, I mean, ostensibly, since we're in the middle of a crowd crush, they wouldn't mm-hmm. mind if I just moved past them and found Istrid. Not at all. Okay. You can get to her easily. So we'll get to her easily. I will grab her and say, uh, and say, uh, the rogue has the stone. What do you suggest we do, Captain? 
She says, they're going to go back to their base. They're going to go to ground. We must get there as quickly as possible. Why don't we meet them? Set up, an, set up a welcoming party for them. Uh, she says, we already have, and she'll pull out her sending stone. Uh, I, um, I don't know exactly what a sending she says, stone is. It is, it is basically a rock that, that is, uh, it's like a walkie-talkie. It's connected to another oh. similar wa- rock, and you can speak Sick. into one and be heard out the other. Uh, you know who has the other stone. His name is Ziraj the Hunter. He is a half-orc with a big-ass bow. Perfect. Do you think he'll need backup? Uh, you know that he is stationed in the building directly across from the Waffle House. As I said to, to uh, Istrid, and perfect. And she says, get us out of here. Can I do that? Oh, well, uh, I don't... Um, do I have a thing that I can... Uh, I'm, not, to, uh, not to the best of your knowledge. Great. All right. Um, the only door out is the one that everyone is falling to. Falling Correct. She's going to turn toward the door and take a step and then look back at, at, at Istrid and, and point pointedly to the walkie-talkie and pause and say, make sure he doesn't hurt the children. With a tiny, almost imperceptible quiver of lip. She uh, says... Uh, Zaraj, they're coming home. Don't hurt the children. Thank you. Now let's get out. Um, and grabbing Istrid, um, we're going to, um, move, I, I don't, I don't exactly know how a teleportation circle works. Is it just kind of go in and, and click and go, or? Nope, you need a spell to activate it. Great, okay. Well, as a not, not particular spellcaster... Do we see, is there anybody? The auctioneer could have done it, but uh, he's, he's bleeding out on the auction stage. Balls. Um, is anyone else teleporting out or is it just him? Nobody is. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, oh, Jesus. I know how we have to get out of here. The staff exit. All right. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to say the only other way out could be back through the auction room to the other side, unless you know better. She says, I'm blind. Get me out of here. Okay. Um, so he's, she's going to grab. Uh, Istrid. Oh, wait! Yo! Okay, hang on. So, if we're, if it abuts the edge of a building, I could, in theory, slow fall it down. 
Okay, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna go ahead and take Istrid and start making my way to the edge. Okay, um, in that case, just make a strength roll, strength athletics, to push your way through people in your way, so that you can get there by the end of your turn. Um, I'll do that. Otherwise, um, if you won't be able to get there by the end of your turn. Yep, I'll, uh, let's see. Since you're pulling Istrid along with you. I won't be able to get there by the end of my turn. I rolled a, okay. I rolled like an eight or something. Okay. Or athletics? Can I use acrobatics? Uh, yeah. Thirteen. We'll let you do that. Okay, that's enough. You can get there. When you get to the doorway, you've kind of pushed people out of the way. You see that the door opens in the side of what looks like a gigantic stone sphere that is suspended in the air above Waterdeep over a gigantic statue's hand. So if you imagine you're inside a hollow sphere yes. on top the, of a statue's hand. the Statue of Liberty's Torch. Yeah, basically. Okay. And, okay. and uh, so you're coming out on the equator of this stone orb, and you can see the rooftops of the city below, and this 90-foot-tall statue that's under this orb has buildings actually built up and around it. How close are we to the hand? Uh, it's about a 20-foot drop to one of Perfect. its fingers. Shadow step. <laughs> All right. You disappear and appear on one of its fingers. Okay. Uh, with um, Istrid. I would like you now to make a strength yes. check. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, that will be 16. Istrid slips with her metal boots on the smooth stone of the finger, but you manage to grab her before she falls out of your grasp. Um, and that's your turn. Great, and, and I'm assumingly, assuming that unless anything else happens, you can just ghost me and Estrid and I will shadow step our way to toward the Waffle House. Mm-hmm. That's where the point of, that's yep. where we're going. Yep. Okay, I will hang out. All right, Evelyn. I still got a demon to deal with. Yeah, he's blind, it's blind. It's badly hurt though. Um, and this groove in your feet. Oh yes, you've oh, got that. Yeah. It'll take an action to make a wisdom saving throw to end that. She has no interest in ending that. Then you can't. Then you can't do anything. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I could attack while I was doing. Well, it. you could attack. I mean, yeah. If it's within range of you, you can attack. Which it is, right? Yeah, it's melee. You, right. You absolutely can. What, what I meant is you can't move like to your friends or anything. I also my um, my sunbeam spell is concentration. Would this have broken my concentration? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, nope. You still have cool. concentration, so you could fire off another beam if you wanted to. And just to clarify, there are two other baddies still in the room. Yes. There's, uh, well, there's the half-orc and the, um, the sun-elf. Are they, are they still lined up? They are, yes. And just... I, I'm trying, Anna is trying to keep track for Evelyn, but doing a bad job. Evelyn is certain these guys are baddies, or would she feel some of the compassion of the Morning Lord toward them? Um, they've, you have had a detente with the Zentarum on and off throughout your being in Waterdeep, uh, but their, their actions here seem to be more hostile than you've seen them before. All now, right. Now, so- granted, Yagra, the half-orc, is currently blinded, and the, the Sun Elf does look like he's pretty badly damaged. So you have some pity for them in that regard. Can, can she... Um, 
dialogue with them really quick and be like, Repent now in the light of the morning, Lord, and be spared his wrath. Uh, sure. Um, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Or intimidation, if you prefer. Persuasion, not 20. Oh, shit. Um, uh, Yagra shouts to Davil, That sounds like a pretty good idea to me right now! And Davil says, I am forced to concur. <laughs> the morning lord smiles upon you in his mercy. Watch as I smite those who would resist him. <laughs> At the devil only. <laughs> All yeah. right, you, he has disadvantage on his saving throw. He fails. Go ahead and give me the damages. Did you just convert people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I usually do. That's a thing, and that's a thing in this game. Time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in terms of desperate times, dude. 24. You reduce the devil to ash that just flies all over the room, there's nothing left of it. As the ash rains down on Evelyn's beautiful golden curls, she says, now, join me and pray to the other two. Or else. Or else. <laughs> yeah, you're still dancing. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's still dancing. Join me and pray. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this, this is an unfortunate scene. <laughs> the, um, the next turn goes to the Black Viper. Vivka? You are in the Waffle House. You've just caught this young girl in the darkness after incapacitating all of the babysitters. Um, you don't see any sign of the Waffle Crew, but you're aware that the Waffle Crew has basically made this girl and the other kids that you can hear upstairs their wards. Uh, I, I, tell me again, who, uh, who is this girl and how many kids? So you... You don't remember this young girl's name, but she's about 13 years old, uh, long, dark hair. Uh, you often see her with like a wooden sword. She seems to be um, uh, a very confident uh, young she's woman. She's currently trying to stab you with a real dagger. And is currently trying to stab you with a real dagger, which is new. That's new. You don't remember that before. Uh, okay. so, so maybe this whole hanging out with the Waffle Crew thing isn't such a good idea. But uh, the other kids, you recall, one of them is a small little tiefling boy. The other is a, a human boy, and then there's one who's a puppet, basically a living, talking puppet, child-sized. And I'm in the, the basement? Uh, you're on the ground floor in the store of the Waffle House where they sell pastries under glass. Uh, there is a spiral staircase going upstairs to the residential part of their abode, and that's where you hear the other kids. Okay, and am I Esfoli or am I Viper? You are Viper. Oh, well then. Um, so I'm going to uh, take up uh, one of my, one of my uh, Viper fangs off of my uh, thigh and just kind of like like parry the, uh -huh. the blade and just push it forward and be like, where are your guardians? You get I your, guard yeah. myself, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians is a strong word for what they have. And what you see, Nat, is this uh, uh, a beautiful woman wearing a black mask to hide her face, obviously dressed like a, a, a rogue or a thief, all in black with a hood to hide her head. Nat's signing to all the other kids, bad guy, bad guy. I mean, 
that's kind of up for debate. I wouldn't really say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure what this this uh, young girl is saying. She's just sort of giving a hand sign up into the. Not speaking. She's signing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't know that, would I? No. Well, I feel like you're trying to say that I'm bad, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm arbitrarily taking offense to this. She's sneering yes. at you, so it's a good guess. Yeah. Um. What? So I know that the rest of the waffle crew is at the auction. Uh, yes. So you're looking for the waffle crew. And you were you were going to wait for them here, um, when you were kind of accosted by some people you didn't expect to see, so you kind of took them all out, and now you're being beset by this kid. Yeah, I took out a ton of kids. This, this is not how you plan to spend your evening, but... <laughs> what did you make me do? Um, so I, uh, I kind of, as I'm pushing on, uh, on their, her dagger, I sweep over, grab her wrist, and then take the dagger out of her hand. Okay. And then lean over, and uh, with a... With a with a sense of superiority, just lightly pat on the top of her head. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She <laughs> um, looks like she might bite you if you could. Oh, no. I, I internalize that and I'd say, I'd like to see you try. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, she leans over and she's like, she looks around and she's like, Waffle crew or cricket cakes? I need one of the two. <laughs> All right. Matt's like, don't tell her anything. Never surrender. <laughs> She's thrashing around. <laughs> Squidley's just kind of like, just around the intruder, just trying to quietly like spread out leftover gunpowder. <laughs> there's, there's no gunpowder left. There's none left. None left. So is he using sugar? Uh, probably, probably like pepper. regular pepper. Yeah. <laughs> so he's so, like peppering her feet. Yeah. So this little tiefling boy is throwing pepper around on the floor. I'm whirling around, looking at all of these kids doing all of these strange things around me, and I think to myself that I must be the absolute worst stealthy person possible that I came into all of this and everybody heard. Um, <laughs> if, you didn't have, I, if you didn't have to render three people unconscious, it probably would have gone a lot smoother. I, I gingerly step over the three people and uh, do a delightful little hop over the ring of actual pepper. Yes. And, uh, I start making my way up to the... Uh, the spiral staircase to the residential area to okay. be kind of looking for the group. So Jan- Jenks is hiding in the panic room. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you make your way up the spiral staircase, leaving the girl and the tiefling down below you. Um, at the top of the stairs, you can see a young boy, two young boys you haven't seen before. Um, both look Aww. to be about the same age, same size. One looks very uh, thin and nervous. And the other one doesn't say anything, but just sort of gives you a evil look. Oh, no. A menacing, hateful glare. Also, as she walks away, Paulton will, like, stay in pursuit. Be like, it's on the move. And when you get to the top of the staircase, uh, you are greeted by a snarling owlbear. Ooh. Get him! That's a bit bigger than, than the kids. Yes. 
Um, so, uh, so it's kind of like the two kids and then the owlbear yeah. behind me soon? Yeah. Okay. So uh, downstairs, I just saw a kid that wouldn't speak uh, that was signing and someone who was just throwing pepper at me. So I'm Correct. going to hope I have a better shot with these two. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of leaned down a little bit, not too far because I don't trust anything in this house. Um, I leaned down a little bit and be like, where are the guardians? The what? The big people. Where, not your parents, the group, the waffle group, the, the DF and Strix and, and the happy one and the one with the chair. Happy well, one. Well, well, that's my mom. You, that- you said, you said, you said not your parents and that, that's factually incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. We're not supposed to tell anyone that they're at the auction. Yeah, we're not going to tell you they're at the auction. (laughs) Well, I lean over. Well, I didn't hear that, and I certainly don't know that they're at the auction, but would it be all right? I didn't hear that. I just yelled it at you. Are you deaf? (laughs) You hear hear Jinx go, I definitely told you guys not to say that. (laughs) I hear a voice coming out the door. We didn't tell her. So he's like, shit, we're compromised. I want to try and shoot my bow and arrow at <laughs> Go ahead. Roll, roll a d20. How, how many gnomes are in this place? That's an eight. Okay. This, this arrow comes at you, uh, Black Viper, and you just sort of catch it. Uh, like, it comes at me, and I still have my eyes on the kids, and I just use the little uh, knife that yeah. I take. And now, this... <laughs> Nat comes from behind at this point and does that thing that, that kids think is funny when they hit the back of your knees to make you like go like that. <laughs> I, I specifically didn't want to stay on the stairs because I knew that something like this was going to happen. Right. Uh, but it turns out, actually, uh, you're, you're more than a match for these children. Um, your Dude, your, your cat-like reflexes uh, probably actually kind of, as the kids are going after her... Um, and, and Nat, when you go behind her and, and sort of try to take her out of the knees, Simon tries to shove her as if, you know, she's going to buckle, and then she, he can send her tumbling down the stairs. Um, but he rolls, <laughs> he rolls an eight, so that doesn't work so well. So as they're trying to make your knees buckle and push you down the stairs and shoot you with arrows, you just, you just kind of deflect them all away and hold your ground. So I am. Um, it's I, so I annoying. Feel- I feel the knees buckle and I feel the push and I, I duck and dodge and I jump from where I am kind of doing a, like a parkour parkour, like leap off of the side of the stairwell mm-hmm. that's now behind, uh, what's his name, Nat? The, the signage, yeah. So I'm like behind Nat and uh, I reach down and I wedgie. <gasps> On Nat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am so embarrassed by this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after I wedgie thus uh, establishing dominance, I just walk back down the stair and find a chair that looks like it won't throw me off or eat me. That would be the Strad von Cherovich. This no, not that one. <laughs> no, just a regular chair. Definitely not that one that okay. I sat in last time. All right, you avoid that chair and you find just a common, steady chair. Yeah, I look around and I see it. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Back at the show, um, Matrim Three Strings, the Harper agent who's still in his full disguise, although probably with the snake and everything, his mask has come off. Uh, he'll make his way to the doorway to where the Waffle Crew, uh, so he can see the Waffle Crew in the auction house. 
and he looks at you, with his mask gone, he looks at you, Diath, and says, give me the stone and I'll make sure it's safe. This is a Harper guy. Right. Um, so now that I, I see him, how, I, I don't recall. How much does Dieth know uh, Matrum? You know only that he came to the house once and said he was working with the Harpers. But that's, that's, all, that's all you know, and you only have his word. You have no corroboration. Right. So... And you also know that he, he told Paulton that the loot that Paulton stole was a surveillance device. Uh-huh. Which is also, you know, suspicious. Right. Uh, and you're about 10 feet away from him, so you'd have to, like, toss him the stone. But. Yeah, and Dieth just like, how do I know I could trust you? He will... Um, He'll, op- he'll, he'll throw off his, the robe so that you can see he's armored underneath, and he has got a small pin on his lapel that is shaped like a silver harp. And he points to it. Uh, <clears throat> Great. Again, in context, what does that mean to DS, though? You, you don't know. Like, like, it's a nice pin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zandala, Zandala had one like it. Yeah, I remember how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matram doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I guess like the only correlation that Diaz would have for that pin would just be Zandala which didn't turn out great for him. So, I guess Diaz will probably just say something along the lines of, um, uh, find me later in Waterdeep. We'll meet up then. Okay. All right. Um, He says, we're in water deep. Where? I, you know what I mean, like, wa- actual <laughs> water deep. You semantic asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, also, where I don't, didn't check, but are my chickens doing any damage yet? Yes. Uh, they would do, well, let's see, who's still in the room? Well, the devil's gone. <laughs> okay. Um, Istrid's gone. Uh, Davil and Yagra have both kind of converted to uh, oh, okay. the worship of Lathander. So the chickens are like, eh. So they're like, eh, not sure what to do. <laughs> they're just confused now. Yeah. They see his true power and grace and mercy. <laughs> they still peck at their feet. All right. Um, the... Uh, let's see. Nobody's there. Castellanter, his wife. Uh, you hear Victoro Castellanter out in the uh, calling his wife's name. None of you can see him because he's out of view, but he's he's calling for his wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't know where she's gone. Yeah, no one does. Yeah, and then Strix, what do you do? 
And now I see everyone, including yes. Eternal Axel. Correct. I still, I make eyes at Diaz. I'm like, are we taking him? Like, I don't. Diaz, well, I'll make eyes at her back like, nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, she doesn't do that. She just looks more scared. She's like, Ugh. I get it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll cast the recall spell and right. take Evelyn, Paulton, myself, and Diaz. And uh, kind of mouth, sorry, to Charlie. <laughs> all right, then you all, all four I, of you disappear. I guess as, as, as we're vanishing, mm-hmm. uh, the will take one last look over to Dralaxel and we'll say something such as, uh, we stopped being allies the moment you used us for murder. Fair. As, <laughs> as Evelyn starts to disappear, she says, Seek the face of the morning lord, and you shall be blessed. <laughs> and what does Paulton thinking. say? <laughs> Peace out, scrub. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You all appear in the panic room of the Waffle House, and Jenks is there. <laughs> looking out, he was looking out the door, out into the hall, but as soon as you appear behind him, he turns around, throws himself up against the door. Dude, Strix, you told me, but it's panic! <laughs> uh, Jenks uh, is also... Going when everyone is there, I say, uh, there's a bad guy in the house. Is Evelyn still dancing? Or comes like flailing his arms. Yeah, um, I dispel yes. that. Yes, she I is. Dispel that imme- I dispel it immediately. Well, you, you have to cast that spell, though. <laughs> Damn it. And you just took your spell turn. Damn it, though. It, that would have been a way smarter spell to cast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dieth, what do you do when you appear in the room? This is, okay. on the second, this is on the second floor of the house. You can hear there's obviously a ruckus. The kids are not all right. Ah, not the second floor. That's where I don't have any hiding places. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take, the first thing I do, I'm going to take the stone and stash it somewhere in Strix's room. That's the next room over, basically. Yeah. Or, or in the panic room or wherever. Uh, well, you're in the panic room, yeah, uh, this, and which doubles as the kid's bedroom. The problem with this room is there is a door to an outside balcony, um, so it's not the most... It's oh, not actually a great panic room. Okay, it's that one. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the hall is outside. Just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Don't Doesn't Diaz have a bag of holding? Yes. You just put it in there. It's Just still, a question. But it's still on me, on my person. That's true, but it can't be detected. That's true. While it's in the bag, it's in an extra-dimensional space. Exactly. All right. Well, as she dances, is like, Strix has a good idea. I think it's better that you keep an eye on it. We never know who could come in the house lately. It can't be detected if it's in the bag of holding. All right, fine. Uh, I'll put it in the bag. Or give it to me. I have the ability to just disappear and escape a million different ways. Yeah, so does Paulton. So does Paulton. I can smash stuff. Okay, maybe not Evelyn. <laughs> Everyone wins. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put the stone into the bag of holding right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to give that stone or the to bag. Paul. Give the bag to Paulton. Yeah, and just be like, no matter what, make sure no one gets this. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so he gives you his purse, his uh, little satchel. Um, Treat it like wine, Paulton. Like, oh, my God, this is so cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anything else you want to do, DF? Because basically right. putting that thing in and giving it to Paulton doesn't really count as an action. 
Okay. Uh, and then, like I said, I'll turn back to Martin and uh, Jenks and be like, where's this dangerous person? And Jenks is like, duh, if they were uh, out in the hall, they were a lady with a mask and they looked like they were, they had like tall boots. Martin just like, it's just really scary. You gotta do stuff to <laughs> Jenks just like slowly puts his hand over Martin's mouth and says, not so loud. <laughs> that way. You still right. have your move, DF. Yeah, DF will, will look back at the others and uh, just kind of uh, we'll just be like, everyone be careful. And we'll make his way down okay. the stairs. The yeah, danger. you can go past Waffles down the stairs, and that's yeah. when you see uh, this cloaked woman that you last glimpsed at the Margaster party mm-hmm. sitting in the middle of the taproom. I'm, I'm sitting in a chair, but like sideways. So I yeah. have like my legs kind of like uh, bouncing and I have the little dagger that I took and I'm like bouncing it on its blade, like on my finger. I look up and see you and I go, hi, pretty. <laughs> oh, I think I remember you. Did we? And Evelyn, you don't see that yet because you're still up in the panic room. Oh, just kidding. Um, so... It is the kid's turn. If any, if you don't have to do anything, but if you if the, if you're playing a kid and you want the kid to do something, can uh, Nat wants to try to knock the dagger off her finger. Oh, sure. Um, go ahead and roll a d twenty, and uh, Vivka, you'll roll your dexterity acrobatics. Come at me, kid. I like that. It sounds like you're just dropping a body on the floor when you're on the floor. <laughs> 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 I rolled that dice and I was like, this is the same dice as last time. I wonder if they're going to seriously count that again. I love metal dice. How, how'd you do there, Nat? Nine. Mm. 24. Okay. So I imagine that what happens is <laughs> Viper's making her grand like entrance and Nat just goes, phew. <laughs> Like in and out of frame, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone just kind of ignores him. Swidley's gonna like just try and like so you're like sitting right now in the chair, right? Yeah, I'm like sitting sideways. I have my like legs crossed up and kind of like bouncing, and I'm just like, cool. Squidly's gonna try and like bull charge one of his horns just like into your shin. Okay, uh, go yeah. ahead and make an attack roll. Just roll a d20, Squidly. Cool, that's a six. Okay. Bless <laughs> you. Yeah. She's just yeah. literally sitting in this chair making friends <laughs> while the kids are just like buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> I much. mean, ever since I've walked in, it's literally been me standing here and just keep bouncing. Yeah. And DF, you, you can see uh, uh, Perlock uh, lying unconscious on the floor. Uh, in the doorway of the kitchen, you can see Critter lying unconscious on the floor. Our poor coven, no. Yeah, like, DF right away, it was just like, uh, Squidly, Nat, enough. Stand down. Uh, you now are like on high alert, especially seeing like the chicken coven like unconscious and attacked. That wasn't really my fault, though. They kind of attacked me first. I just wanted to talk. DF, what's your armor class? Oh. Uh, why? Because. <laughs> oh, no. It's 19. Okay. It's 19. I've got the badge on. Uh, oh, wrong dice. Um, okay. Wrong dice needs you the killing one. Oh, <laughs> you are struck twice. I knew this was going to 
Um, By what? What you see, Black Viper, and what other people in the room see, which would be uh, Nat and Squidly and Martin and Simon, two bolts, two arrows, huge arrows, mm-hmm. much bigger than normal this arrows, come massive. out of the darkness Arrow. and strike Diath twice. One of them hits him for 22 points of damage. Am I still not there? You're still not there. And the other one hits you for 28 points of damage. So a total of 50 points of damage. And so, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, right, there, right there, DS is just like, kid, stand down. Black Ripper, you have no reason to duck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he'll, he'll hit, get, hit the first one because he mm-hmm. wasn't expecting it. But yeah. by the second one, he's a little more prepared. and He's going to uncanny dodge the other one but still like kind of collapsed to the floor. Very, very injured. All right, so you take a total of 36 points of damage then from yeah. the two bolts as the second one sort of glances at you. Um, yeah. The first one stuck in you really good. The second one kind of went through you a little bit. Um, and uh, Squidly, you see the bolt go through the back wall like the wall isn't there. Cool. I'm like, I'm, I want to like go after the bolt and like, I, I just want that. Uh, well, then you walk into the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. oh, oh, is the hole like not big enough to like There's go no through? hole. It, it goes oh. through and does not, it's like the wall isn't there. Oh. Okay, I still try to go and I just walk into the wall. <laughs> oh. My there first you. assumption is just like, oh, fake wall. <laughs> Ow. Coming up out of the cellar, are two drow who pop up uh, from the trap door behind the bar. Okay. Uh, one of them goes over to Squidly. Oh, no, our Minotaur's not doing his job. Oops. <laughs> or um, he tried to, and now... Right. Squidly, you are foisted up <laughs> off by the scruff of your, your cloak, picked up Flat. off by this... This dark elf who looks at you with these red eyes, um, his skin just sort of a charcoal color. Uh, the other one, Squidly's like flailing but being held. So just like, yeah. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, turn me back around. Turn uh, me back. All right, all right, we're coming back. We're coming back. The other one takes aim with its crossbow at the Black Viper. Um. And uh, rolls a 14 on the attack roll, which is going to miss you. You dodge out of the way of this bolt. But I, yeah, I, I see the, the elf come up. I dodge out of the way. I do sit, I definitely get up off out of the chair now. And I point, I'm like, that might be because of me, though. Yep. Not sure. Maybe. Paulton, you're upstairs in the panic room. And I was just given the, the bag of holding. Yeah. Do I hear this commotion downstairs? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm going to tie it very tightly to me mm-hmm. in a way that, you know what? I'm, I'm going to like tie it, but then like stuff it down the front of my pants. So it's like. Okay. Oh, there's a huge now bulge in the front of your pants. Cool. I just want to make sure that if it For is once. taken, so. I will. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Go on. 
Paulton takes two points of pride damage. It's <laughs> the worst yeah, kind Chris of damage. Yeah, coming out with all kinds of burns today. Woof. Ugh. Okay, so anyway, um, he's going to make his way down there. All and right. See what's going on. Paulton, uh, four imps turn visible around you and try to sting you with their stingers. Um, or what try to do? Man, what? Chris. Four, Everyone's after us. Four little winged devils. <laughs> little winged devils with scorpion tails uh, come at you. Uh, one of them crit you, and then one other hits you. The other two missed. The one that crits you does 10 piercing damage. Okay. The other one does... Cool. And plus 10 poison, or sorry, you have to make a saving throw. Hang on. Let's do this one at a time. You take 10 poison damage. Um, that's a lie. No, you, no, I got this. I got this. I haven't lost it. This is the crit. You take 10 from the stinger. That's good. Now make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay, that's good enough. You don't get the poison that it tries to inject in you doesn't do anything to you. Uh, the other one does five damage to you with its stinger, so that's 15 total, and you have to make a second constitution saving throw. So 15 total. 15 total. All right. Woof. Uh, nine. Then you take another 10 from the poison. Okay. And actually, you take um, half damage on a failed save, so you take another 15. So you've taken a total of 30 points of damage from these imps. Okay, and uh, what was the, uh, the, uh, the... Well, actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cutting words and try and knock some damage off of that. Okay. As a react. Go ahead. So that is uh, 10. So, um, two. So you take two off? Yep. Okay, so you take 28 points of damage. Neat. And you've got these four imps all after you. And they sort of clutch ineffectually at your crotch as they sting you. Um. <laughs> Not where you want imps clutching. Ineffectually or otherwise. Ineffectually. Those fingers are bony. Sister Narai, uh, you're, you're shadow-stepping your way down this statue. Um... Istrid is no longer blind, so you don't have to hold on. You, only, you don't have to worry about her becoming disoriented as you make your way down. Okay. Um, you're able to uh, climb down, uh, either sort of half jumping, half shadow stepping down these buildings built into this statue that looks like uh, um, the statue's quite old and it's got chips out of its its granite sides and things like that. And there are plenty of handholds and, and catwalks and walkways and staircases that you can make your way down. I'm going to sure. say you get down to the bottom of the structure uh, by the okay. end of your turn. Uh, but wow. you're having a tough... She's having a tough time keeping up to you because A, she's a dwarf, B, she's armored, and she says, go ahead without me. I'll follow. Call in backup if you can. From what I know of these idiots and the kind of people they keep company with... We're bound not to be the only ones looking for them tonight. Very rude. What? I'm. I'm uh, you are going to be Manchun, okay, Holly? 
Evelyn. No pastries. I'm just a human without dark vision. I can't see through all this fucking shade, dude. Oh. <laughs> Evelyn. I like you. <laughs> from what from what Narai remembers, you guys were having an under the table party like it was Thanksgiving, and you were like, okay, so what if we brought Manchun in here? That'd be a good distraction, right? And I don't know. Yeah. It's an incompetence thing. I, no, I it was a fine idea. I'm just a <laughs> Because it works so well. Evelyn. Uh, so I'm still in the panic room, and I hear this commotion in the other room. And, you hear da- and you're dancing to a beat that only you can hear. Dances out. Um, and she takes in all of these threats. The archer is unseen. Well, actually, when you're dancing, you can't use any of your movement to do anything else, so you can't leave the room until you decide to use your action to make this saving throw. She's like... All right, dancing feet. Don't go too far now. And then she <laughs> tries to stop dancing. Okay. It's a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, my rolls are so bad tonight. Um, 13? Not quite. That's, that's She's like, oh, you just got the music deep in you, don't you? You do. But you can still talk. You can call out to them and, you know. I can't stop dancing, but as soon as I can, I'll be there to help. Come in here if you need any healing. All right. Black Viper, what do you do? There are two dark elves in the tap room with you and the kids. Uh, Diath has sort of tumbled up against the counter, and he's got a very, very nasty arrow sticking in him. I do, like, so did the two arrows come from the drow? No, they came from, God, you, you sort of look to see where they came from, and you don't see the shooter. You sort of follow the trajectory. You're just looking at the wall of the, the tavern. There's nobody oh, there. But, but I was able to decipher that it wasn't from them and it's from elsewhere. Correct, yes. Okay. These dark elves uh, appear to be a t- totally different threat. Do, do I know of the imps upstairs? Uh, you hear the sound of some distress upstairs uh, from a certain Paul and Seppa, but you don't know what he's dealing with. Everybody's here. What a great party. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a good time. Um, so yeah, I, I jump up from the chair and I keep I keep a mental note of kind of where I saw those bolts coming from and I'm trying to kind of steer clear of that if I can keep anything kind of in between us or just do the best I can. But how many how many drawers are there? Two? Two. One has got uh, the small little devil boy by the scruff. Uh, the, yeah. o- the other one took a shot at you and missed. I'm going after the one that took a shot at me. All right. You sort of flip yourself over, parkour over the countertop parkour. with the pastries. Parkour, parkour. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to uh, do, I'm going to do some attacks. All right. <clears throat> Have at it. All right. So, oh, that first one is net 20. Thank you very much. Excellent. You'll roll double, da- double the dice, so it'll be 2d6 with your rapier. Excellent. Uh, so 2d6, I'll put that to the side. And I'm going to do uh, the three attacks. So roll all of them to hit. Okay. Okay. Unfortunately, you can't use your sneak attack because you're not near an ally. But you get your, you'll roll regular damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just doing a multi-attack, not sneak attack. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, the other two, unfortunately, uh, was a 9 and an 18. 18 is a hit. Excellent. So all right. Two, two hits. And one of them, one of them, double it uh, because you're critting it. 
Oh, double up. Oh, oh. The first one is, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. That's a 12. Okay. And the second one is a 10. Very good. Uh, that uh, dark elf falls. Uh, and also a side note that when I went in and started doing my, uh, my rapier slashing, I looked at the kid and flipped him off. Okay. Very good. Freaking monsters. Indeed. <laughs> That's the Black Viper. These guys are out. This guy's out. She's out. That's He's a out. He's out. Strix. Strix. Yay, it's my turn. By all the imps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I'm by the imps. Uh, you're closer to the imps than anything else. When you walk out into the hall, you see Paulton being beset by these four little creatures. Okay. I want to look at everything. I want to assess everything else, too. There's a Waffles here, too. You're Albert. Okay. Paulton, are, are you okay? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, no, all right. Um, oh, these are imps. So let's see what fun stuff we can do to them. So they're not really going to affect anything that like is fire no no please yeah take your time you know that you know that imps are immune to fire and poison that's what i'm saying yeah you know that they're resistant to cold and uh weapon attacks that aren't magical or silvered right of course so let's see i think hmm. you know what i think i'm gonna do i'm gonna cast uh protection from evil on paulton okay which causes the imps to get disadvantage on their rolls against. Great. Them. That's awesome. So, and then I'm going to... Sudden, suddenly you're anathema to them, Paul. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it's not... Drix so like, is like, it's not you! They go up and they, like, reach for my crotch and start patting and they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I still want to... If I can, like, see, can I look over the or tall waffles? Like, like, like waffles, get them. Mm-hmm. She goes right so, after you. Yeah. So I well, I tell her to go. I tell her to go like after the the imps. Got it. Yeah, okay. and then I'm gonna if I can't. I don't know if I do. I have any movement left because I was gonna run. Okay, I'm gonna run down the stairs. Okay. When you get to the stairs, you can see there is a dark elf holding Squidly. Uh, you see a woman in a mask with a cowl hiding, mm-hmm. hiding her face. You see Diath has a nasty bolt arrow stuck in him. Mm-hmm. That's what I was it looks upset like the, about. It looks like the same kind of arrow that was stuck in Paulton back on the ship when he took your broom. Right. Okay. I recognize that. In that case, then I'm going to quicken spell and make a bonus action out of... Um, how far? Oh, damn it, that's touch. I can't do it that far. Uh, well, I can do, hold on. Not that, not that, not that, not that. Wait, I'm trying to find the right one. I have all these new ones for my staff and it gets confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, where'd it go? I can't really do that either. You know what, I'm just gonna summon the, the chickens again. So you cast the protection from Evil from evil. Spell. That was your action. Yeah, and then I can I can do quick and spell right. with my sorcery points. Okay. So and you, then you want the chickens around you. You're at the, you're on the staircase right now. Um, the drow will be in the area, however. Ooh, 
Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, wait. I have something better. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Um, I'm going to summon an elemental. My goodness. Okay. I'm going to conjure an elemental. Okay. okay. To more or less just like stand in front of Dieth. Just next to him. What so, kind of elemental? Oh, I think... Uh, Don't say chicken. <laughs> a feather elemental? Is there a chicken elemental? <laughs> uh, no, chickens are creatures. They're not elementals. An elemental no. is like some primal material. Well, that, that's an egg elemental. Nice. Yeah, so nice. this spell wow. says... 10 out of 10. It says, if you cast a spell using a spell slot of 6 level or higher, the challenge rating increased by 1. So... I get. I don't know what kind of like element because this is from the staff. So, I see. so fire seems very dangerous in this house. So. It's not going to be fire. This is this, this is this is conjure elemental, not conjure minor elemental, right? No, it's conjure elemental. Yeah, so it's Groovy. a fifth level spell. Yeah, so great. You can summon a fire elemental, uh, a earth elemental, a air elemental, or a water elemental. Okay, I'll make it an earth elemental. So it's pretty much just using it as a wall. Like next to DF. All right, an elemental appears next to DF. It's it, it's it's made of earth, but it's it's uh, it's you, still a chicken. Yes. it's just an earth chicken. Uh, <laughs> you see, it sort of splits the boards under its feet with its immense weight um, as it stands protectively over you, DF. This great stone wall with fists. All right, this is new. Waffles <laughs> Waffles is going to uh, go after one of the imps, try to bite it. Uh, she rolled a one on the bite. That's not so good. Then she's going to swipe at one with her claws. Uh, that has greater success. She's able to hit it with her claws. They'll do half damage. Um, but it's still enough to kill the little critter because she rolled really well on her damage. Yay, good job! So she kind of jumps up and down on it until she squishes it flat. <laughs> then she tears its little wings off. No, oh, no. DF. You're up. Okay. Um, well, pretty hurt. Uh, I was going to kind of stay down to get cover from these weird bolts, but now there's an earth elemental there. I guess I'll just, from there, stand up and get a quick survey of the land to try to remember what the heck's even happening. Okay. Um, you stand up, you kind of look around, there's a big earth elemental in your way. Uh, the biggest thing you notice that's an obvious and present threat is the drow holding squidly. All right. Yeah. Can't do that. Uh, well, I'm threatening the children. Uh, yeah, so from there, I guess, uh, Dieth will basically kind of like roll over the counter to get to the other side, mm-hmm. uh, withdrawing gutter and trying to uh, engage this drow with Squidly. Great. You have, because Squidly is your ally, you get your sneak attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Squidly, distract him. Just, like, flail around a lot. Squidly is doing a oh, great he's, distraction. <laughs> he's just, like, taking swipes at him. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I can count on Squidly to do one thing, it's that. Yeah. He, like, spits on his face. Gross. Uh, 17. Uh, that hits. Hey. All right. Got to get all my idle champions D6s. Man, this is going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, 5, 10, 15, 21, 
you eviscerate that dark elf who falls dead. Yeah, just like a real clean like slice, slice across the throat. Yeah. And let Squidly drop to the floor. Okay. That won't traumatize anyone. He's seen worse. Yeah, he's seen worse. Yikes. Uh, do, the, do any of the kids want to do anything on their turn? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ram that dude pick me up in the shins. <laughs> okay. Since he's, de- since he's dead, he's not going to do anything except take it. De- doesn't, doesn't matter. He's, he's going to kick, 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 kick. He's going to kick him. Nice. Nice. I uh, imagine Matrim is too scared to do anything. Probably. He's a wiener. Yeah. Now um, I'm try to throw a dagger at the most present enemy, either threatening Dieth or Squidly. Currently, there is none. So she'll just actually go stand in a protective stance next to Dieth and hold action with her dagger. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to throw yeah. it at me. <laughs> Jenks is... <laughs> Jenks is going to peek out the door and with his little wand that can turn objects, can he turn the imps into something? They're not objects. Oh, so it's only inanimate objects? Yeah. All right. Um... Well, he's just going to stand protectively outside the door with his wand then and okay. watch these imps around Paulton. All right. Uh, Simon. Simon, Simon, Simon. Simon's not going to stand there and let Paulton get accosted by these things. Uh, Simon is going to uh, try to grab one of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Simon, no. Uh, he successfully manages to grab an imp and, and hang on to it uh, feverishly while this imp claws and scratches at him. Uh, and he actually takes the imp and he bashes it against the wall. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's my boy. Uh, and the imp is kind of dazed and, and reeling from it, but you see the wall is not doing a whole lot of damage to it. Um, but I will, I'll, I'll say the imp took a point of damage from the beating. Um, Most of the damage was like emotional. Yeah, exactly. And now the wall's all scratched up. Yes. HOA is going to have a fit. Oh, not the wall. Paulton. Yes. Two arrows come through the wall. Of course they do. And try to hit you. The first one uh, is a 26. Hold on, let me check real quick. (laughs) (laughs) This is important. Uh, Are these arrows coming from an evil source? Wait, yeah, because then they get disadvantage. Ooh, uh, let me see about that. It's pretty um, evil to shoot me. <laughs> Creatures of those types have a disadvantage. Well, he's not one of those types, so he's fine. Well, these are neutral arrows. We narrowed it yeah. down. Okay, uh, that was our plan all along. So the first one does twenty-four points of damage to you. Okay, cool. I'm going to uh, 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 react to that with my. Reaction, mm-hmm. which is called cutting words. Very good. Okay. This time, big money, big money, uh, seven. Okay. So take that off. Okay. What was the total again? What did I say? Uh-oh. 28. Oh, shit. Oh. I forgot. I'm going to have to roll again. I think, I think you said 24. 24. That's okay. Right. 24. So minus seven. Okay. 17. Okay. The second one is a natural 20. Is it, though? <laughs> well, honey. <laughs> uh, so, hmm, 
Yeah, oh, I keep rolling the wrong dice on these. I'm sure this would have happened even if I didn't give you the bag. I'm sure. Mm. Mm. So yeah, you take, you take 38 points of damage. Cool, so I'm down. Yeah, so uh, for everyone in chat wondering why he gave it to me and not Strix. It's that wasn't why! It's because I know you can turn invisible, you've got like your uh, fake Paulton you can make run away, you have all these tricks to do things to get away. Yeah. Down, <laughs> down in the basement, DF and Black Viper, you hear a voice speaking in some sort of undercommonish language. Uh, I don't know if either of you speak undercommon. Uh, a subterranean language erupts from the depths, and suddenly the tap room is full of rubbery black tentacles. Nope. No, it isn't. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. Uh, Amalia's out. Uh, Paulton! You're up. What? You get a death save, my friend. Oh, neat. This would be a great time for one of those 20s that you always roll. Uh-huh. Alas, it's a 12. Okay, that's so that's a, that's, a save. that's a save. That's one success. You'll want to record that for next week. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you just toss a card? <laughs> <laughs> Get that Paulton shit out of here. All right. Um... And uh, the after you fall, the imps all turn on Simon. And uh, Paulton, the last thing you see is as Simon is bashing this thing and stepping on its head, uh, two other imps come up and try to sting him from behind. My son! Uh, he's hit both times, and he falls down beside you. <gasps> no! Our son! And uh, he just sort of stares at you for a moment, and then you see the life leave his eyes. <gasps> no, 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 like, no. Just okay, I can fix it. Passing unconscious, just like looking at him, laying on his side, just like put one hand just on his face. Like, you did good, son. And that's where we'll it, stop. No, I don't like him being dead all week. <laughs> okay, I can fix it. Uh... Quick question in between all this uh, horror. If we had taken Jarlaxel, would have the drow not been there? Correct. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Good job! For every reaction. Yeah. I love that. Oh, it's yeah. a great mechanic. But I hate that. Mm-hmm. Because we fucked up. <laughs> ah, you know, it's it, six of one, half dozen of the other. Um, I mean, it's true. Technically, he is sort of mostly evil. Right. Murder. Yeah. Uh, but but his, his followers are actually more evil than he is. He's chaotic neutral. That's fair. Uh, rubbery tentacles. I have many questions. And concerns. Rubbery tentacles are a concern, which we'll deal with next week. Uh, quick question for our guests. You're more than welcome to join us next week if you are available. Um, I will again ask my boss for All right. we can just switch things around. Vivka, how's your schedule looking next week? Yeah, I'm in. Great. Uh, then we'll be back for part two of The Sky is Falling. Before we leave you today, a couple announcements. To What's that? Yeah, should I? Yeah. Let's start with you, Anna. 
Cool. My biggest announcement is that the Waffle Crew will be at PAX East, and they will be there with a vengeance. If we're alive. <laughs> well, at least these these the, the, portal bodies will yeah, be there. Yeah, the players will be there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we will be doing an official Waffle Crew signing for PAX. A uh, appearance, two appearances at the Idol Champions booth, where all of our characters will be on display that are in the game. A panel, ask the Waffle Crew anything, which you like to do. Uh, a, a booth where we will sell merch, including new items that we have yet to show you. I will tease what type of items they are, unless anyone on the Waffle Crew has any any objections. No? New pins. Pin sets, in fact. That's right, I said it. Two sets <laughs> of pins. That's lots of pins. Uh, they will be there as well as all of our other clothing and uh, things that you've seen. And then finally, we will have a live game on the main stage. And what you're saying, Chris Perkins will be there. How can you have an episode of your game? Well, devoted viewer, let me tell you, we're going to have a guest DM. And not just like any guest DM. A guest DM that is part of the family. In fact, she is... Not your grandma's grandma, but she is Strix's grandma. That's true. Welch is going to be there playing Rosie Boostinger as our DM. Time to do chores for grandma. Yeah, and no. I actually got a text from Kate that I thought would be of uh, of interest to everyone here. She wrote, quote, Anna's going to regret this. I love it. End quote. Chris Perkins, 2019. <laughs> so I do regret it, but I think it's going to be lots of fun. And all those things will, um, the panel and the live episode will be streamed if you can't be there. And then all of us will be really active on social media. So you can hopefully feel like you're there if you can't make it to East. And that's all of the announcements for PAX. Who's next? That's it. That's <laughs> I, what if people want to talk? Jared, what if people want to talk about PAX East and what might be seen there? Or if they're inspired to make fan art from this episode and want to share it with their friends? Perhaps our corpses on the ground. They could discuss many a things, such as PAX East or the show in general or today's episode. All that and more at the Dice Camera Action subreddit, which we lurk all the time, including Chris, as confirmed. Stop giving him ideas. No, no, keep giving me ideas. Uh, they all make go to their homeland safely. Reddit.com slash Dice Camera Action. I'm going to spam that link. Spam, spam that link, boy. Spam it. All right. Then if that is all the announcements for this week, uh, join us. Know? Sorry, what? Can I say one quick thing? Absolutely, please. Well, uh, you guys are talking about how you're going to be all cool at the Idol Champions booth. Uh, currently, the Black Viper is the new champion that you can still get, I think, for a couple more days. Um, so I just want to throw out that you should also download... Level up. I, I believe I, uh, I replaced Minsk. 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 So, uh, you know, download the game and, and play it lots. And level up. Download and uh, unlock Black Viper because she's really cool and I'm very proud of it. it was really cool. Yay. Also, Rosie's in the game now, too. And there might be some fun things coming up. Ooh. Yeah, I currently have, like, the best roster of, like, all of the Waffle Crew and me. And I did like this little video where we talked about how I put the Black Viper right next to Diaz, but like Strix <laughs> like forever watching. <laughs> Perfect. Strix is just like shaking her little stat. Like, <laughs> you're like always like right there behind me, like, what else? <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
All I right. threatened myself in the game. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Until then, take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Thank you.